That's just pod life, buddy. All right. So you're live. Hello and welcome to everyone. Welcome to Get Your Fixings Podcast, the number one podcast out of Cleveland since OJ Simpson's mom was the only one to call him Orenthal and live to tell the tale. Uh, we are so happy to have you guys listening to the podcast. It's very good to have you here. Uh, we continue to grow every single week, and it would not be possible without all of you beautiful people. So thanks for tuning in. We have a jam-packed show for you today. The tribe are playing great ball- baseball, except for today. The NBA draft is tonight, and I had a bunch of notes, and they're totally screwed up now because a million trades just happened. <laughs> the Cavs are currently picking at number five, but that may change in the next five minutes. Who knows? Uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep you posted if anything changes on our end. Uh, but a lot is happening with current events as well. So our legitter shit segments and our uh, leaderboard segments are full of topics. And overall, we have a lot to break down. So let's get into it. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Doing pretty well. We're on what? Number 37 here? This is number 37. Cody Allen. Look at that. Cody baby. Allen. Cody fucking hey, see, Allen. That, that's, that's, that's going to be like your new job is to just figure out exactly like Cleveland players who have the number of pods that we're in. Until we get to 100 and then we're just screwed. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got to run it back. Who is number one? You know, once we get to exactly. 101. Exactly. Brian, how are we doing? Doing good. Sounded like you just called me Brian, but I'm going to fucking ignore that. Um, well, doing pretty fucking well, good. Well, didn't. Maybe, maybe it sounds like it, but didn't. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to break down for you guys. So at this point, we're going to do our That Guy of the Week. So if you didn't tune in last week, this is a new segment that we're doing where every every week one of us brings to the table uh, just some like piece of crap. It's like that guy. Okay? Just people so, who suck. It can be a girl, too. Doesn't yeah, it could be a girl. Yeah. It could just be anyone who sucks. Someone just like who really grinds your gears by just the bullshit that they do on a daily basis. AC, I understand that you have several, but we're going to keep it to one. Who you got? My that guy or people who suck of the week are people who complain at restaurants. You know, you, you everyone oh knows the one God. person. Anytime you go out, they always got something to say. That's my person who sucks of the week. Bro, this I I am such an even keel like go with the flow kind of person. Like you could you could like fart on me as a waiter <laughs> at a restaurant and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I'd probably still just be like, eh, "It's all good. I was probably in your fart path and it's my fault." Like that's just the kind of guy I am. So whenever this happens, I feel so so awkward. And like, dude, I was in a drive-through one time. I was going through Steak and Shake drive-through with my buddy, my other buddy, and like my one friend's girlfriend. And you know, oh. steak and sh- steak and shake takes so long when you go through the drive-through. It's just how it is. Tasty. Right. It's your favorite napping spot, so I'm not gonna poo-poo on it too yeah. bad. But straight up, it just takes forever. So you know, it is what it is. This chick, like the one of the waiters, comes to the window and they're like, "We're very sorry. Our shake machine is blah blah blah. Everything's taking a little bit longer." Um, can, I, can we guys can we get you guys anything in the meantime? And this chick is like leaning over her boyfriend, like just yelling at the girl, like screaming, like this is bullshit. This is taking too long. Meanwhile, we were there. We were there for like ten minutes, but she's like screaming at her through the drive-through. And I like it was the first time I like straight up called somebody out where I was like, you're fucking embarrassing. Like, I do not like, dude, take me home. Cause I don't want to be, I'm about to freak out on your girlfriend right now. And I don't want to make anybody mad. Just take me home. Cause this is horrible. I'm dude. so, an- I'm so anti like complain about anything to waiters and waitresses. Cause they don't give a shit. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. They're dude who like, 
I'm the same way. I don't care. You could like spit in my fucking food in front of me, and I'm still probably gonna tip like 20, 25% and not say a word about it. <laughs> like, I will never understand people who like make a scene. If you have a bad meal, you chalk it up as an L and you just don't fucking go back there anymore, dude. That's fucking how it works. Like, no, no reason to make a scene. Like, I've known way too many people in my lifetime who they just they love it. They live for it. Like if the meal isn't like two thousand percent perfect, they, they gotta say something. It, like how do you fucking live like that, dude? Like oh, it's terrible. Like your buddy's girlfriend or whoever she is, if she's listening, like listen, honey. Maybe you just had a bad night, but what the fuck? That's absurd. I, I, never in a million years, especially steak and shake. You should know what you're getting into at steak and shake. So, fuck those people. What about <laughs> you, Beardo? Do you, you uh you a big complainer? <clears throat> No, not at all. And what's Good. funny is, have you ever seen the movie Waiting? Oh, of course. Yeah. So the lady in Waiting mm-hmm. is the pinnacle person that I think about when I think about people who <laughs> complain about their food. So, you know, the, if, if for people out there who has, haven't seen Waiting, um, I think it's the beginning of the movie. Uh, this lady's complaining multiple times about her food, about the service, well, whatever. And they take the plate back. She said it's all cold, whatever. They take the plate back to put it under the heat lamps. But in reality, they put some of their, you know, Fomunda cheese on it, whatever, some pubes, some spit, some snot, and then they serve it back to her. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like you guys are going to the extreme. Like, I'm not going to take a fart. Okay. I'll draw the line. We're being dark. I know that. I know that. Yeah, you know. But but yeah, man. and and the most the, the funniest thing is the people who complain are the ones that are spending like fucking twelve fifty on a burger and they have the fucking audacity to complain. It's like, dude, you're spending thirteen dollars. Imagine that. <laughs> you have to split that twelve dollars between the rent of the place, the fucking chef, the waiter, all that shit, and you expect to get grade A fucking service and the best burger of your life. Absolutely, burger, dude, it's probably going to be dry and deal with it because you can't spend more on a fucking meal uh, so I, I i totally agree ron i have a quick little that guy that i want to add to this so for those of you that don't know i do like little bullshit woodworking projects none of them are that great but i post them on facebook and i try to sell them for some side cash to get me through school so i post these bottle openers that have a cleveland block c on them on facebook and they're 15 dollars. they're nice they're wood i like burn i like wood burn them they put a nice stain on them all the stuff they're perfect you can put them outdoors all this stuff i'm not hyping myself up i'm literally just saying it's 15 bucks it's not that bad I'll have people message me and be like, can you do like 1250, like 10, 1250? I'm like, no, go kill yourself because you're not going to get my bottle opener for 1250, nor am I going to accept two quarters from you. Dude, what yeah. kind of maniacal person? Like you're going out of your way to pay less. It's like, just pay the 15 bucks. It's not that much. Yeah. Ryan, it goes along with what you said. Don't complain about paying $15 for any sort of service. That's like, like, and just don't expect it to be that amazing. Yeah, I'll I'll vouch for Jiggy. His stuff is really fucking sweet that he makes. So if you're listening and you want to buy, fucking hit him up. His stuff's great. But dude, fucking, you. <laughs> you're very welcome. Well deserved. Um, but if you're gonna fucking try to shake somebody down for two bucks, you should be have to spend a night in jail. That's fucking absurd. That that is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Over a bottle opener, fuck yourself. I know, dude. It's ridiculous. Like you can go to Walmart and get like. 
like a piece of plastic that has like some it has some stupid dad saying that's like oh i'm better when i'm drinking or something and it's like novelty plastic piece of shit yeah it's five o'clock somewhere it's got like a beer and and like it has like the comic book like pop thing it just says crack like crack open a cold one or some shit you get that for 20 bucks at walmart but you're gonna shake me down for this hardwood piece of wood get my face right but uh absolutely that's it for that guy of the week. Ryan, you're up for next weekend, so I know you're going to bring it hard. Uh, but we're going to move on to legit or shit. Hit the music. Is it legit? Or is it shit? All right, AC, lead us off. All right, we're starting with legit or shit. By the way, I think the NBA draft just started. Could be wrong. Um <clears throat> So legit or shit, apparently uh, one in five Americans is having sex with AirPods in. Sex with AirPods, is that a legit or shit move? So Black Mirror should have canned this entire season and just did an episode on having sex with AirPods in because this 100% sounds like a, like a Black Mirror episode. Like, right. like, because, like pe- people are just not going to be able to have sex without their AirPods in, which is pretty similar to last week's episode that yeah. we went over, like the first one, uh, striking, like the vipers. striking Vipers. Yeah. So like this is just, uh, this like seeing stuff like this like makes me sad, but it's also like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. I, I would never do it, but you know, who knows? I'm going to say <clears throat> legit. Oh, but by the way, uh, shit on my end. Ooh. My bad. I'm going to say legit just because, you know, whatever you can do to spice things up, to make things interesting, go ahead. I'm all for it. Who am I going to, who am I to fucking judge what you guys do in the bedroom with your, <laughs> with your bad selves. But um, <laughs> Jiggy, what's funny is if you were a true black mirror fan, um, you would realize that yes, striking vipers did it, but also in the episode um with the rewind machine with the fucking implants in the in their oh, temporal the lobe. Entire history of you. Yeah, the entire history of you when they're having Favorite sex episode. and they're in that machine just laying on each other, basically, not moving or barely grinding on each other. But it was like both of them remembering a crazy night of sex that they had. So I get it's it's not the same thing, but like you put those AirPods in, it's just adding something. It's the first step into that simulation of just right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like it just sounds like this is like real life progression into Black Mirror, which is what makes Black Mirror such a great show. Minus what I've seen so far this season. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. Believe me, absolutely. Uh, but uh, no, I I think it's I'm kind of torn. Uh, but I'll say shit move just because I fucking hate AirPods. I hate the like. The, the whole like the whole like thought that like oh if you have airpods like you know you're fucking wealthy and you're a big swinging dick at the cracker factory fuck all that <laughs> dude I, i'm so out on airpods i'm down to do whatever you got to do to like spice things up with your bad self as uh ryan beardo says but now nah, fuck airpods man put them in the fucking trash that's where they belong yeah, but uh so next up <clears throat> Legitter shit. So we have these porn stars picketing outside of Instagram headquarters. Instagram <laughs> headquarters. The reason they are picketing is because Instagram won't allow them to post nudes. And they're saying that's hurting hurting their whole game. Legitter shit by these porn stars. So, Ryan, you can go ahead. Uh, this is shit. This is totally <laughs> shit. Look, these fucking piece of shit porn stars, dude. 
95 <laughs> fucking percent of the internet is fucking porn, dude. And they're cracking down on the 5% that they can't get their fucking toes wet in. Go fucking fuck yourself, dude. Go be a porn star and get something weird stuck up your ass and go on a website that charges <laughs> someone fifteen ninety nine to watch your fucking videos and do it right. I don't oh care about your... Look, it, Instagram going porn, it, it would be the worst fucking thing of all time because for every three titties or clit you'd see you would get 16 <laughs> fucking dicks and and i don't want to be a part of that fucking world <laughs> at all no so I'm, I'm i'm going with ryan on this i'm going shit um when you first sent this to me, I didn't see the story, but I just figured it was like, you know, the whole movement with Instagram now where they're like, we're going to get rid of likes on posts because it's giving like teenage girls anxiety. Right. Yeah. We talked yeah. about that on here before. And like, and like a lot of like Instagram models are mad about it. So I thought that this is what it was. But mm -hmm. like, if they just can't post nudes, like literally the exact same thing that Ryan said, like 99% of the internet is porn and you're mad that the 1% is not. Like, all you literally have to do is post, like, a semi-promiscuous photo and just say, like, go to this site where I can monetize this. But they're just mad that they're not getting, like, they can't put it on Instagram. I think it's stupid. Um, but, you know, then again, I don't get paid to show my nipples on camera. So, who knows? Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I totally get, like, it hurts their marketing game a little bit. But at the same time, dude, yeah. The, the internet is already too much porn. This is shit for me. The internet's too much porn as it is. I mean, well, I shouldn't say too much, but it's an awful lot of porn. And I agree because you know what? If you allow nudes on Instagram, guess what? Your fucking feed's turning into chat roulette. It's going to go back to the chat roulette days. We're going to be like, oh, that's a dick. Yep, that's a dick. You know, yeah. it's just you can't nobody can live like that, dude. I, You can we need a separate world from, you know, hey, here's a picture of these guys at the Indians game to, oh, look, there's a fucking giant dick on my feed. We, we, I'm just saying, I think those two things should be separated. Call, oh, call, me, old, call me old fashioned, if you will. Um, and Ryan, Ryan, you couldn't have been more dead on with for every like three pictures of like a hot because it would be it'll be like one picture of a hot chick, three pictures of like a semi hot chick, and then like 55 wieners. Yeah, it'd be more dicks than chicks. That's it'd be like every party <laughs> I've ever gone to in my entire life. Uh, but <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. Every single porn star that is doing this, that is fucking picketing, and every celebrity, and I'm going to send them a fucking direct message of my cock, and I'm going to say, this is what you're going to get. This is the future for you. This is the future for everyone. If this is a world that you want, this is a world that you're going to get. I don't know. Ryan Beardo cock, that might... That might, that might be, motivate them even more. Oh, it'll, might... it'll motivate them to stop picketing and change their goddamn minds. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Speaking of dick pics, Brett Favre is back in the news. Uh, Brett Favre, for anybody who didn't see over the weekend, kind of weird situation. Well, I don't even think it was a couple of days ago, actually. Brett Favre posted something on his Instagram of him winning a Super Bowl, saying he was going to make a comeback in 2020 uh, for the NFL. Uh, legit or shit, Brett Favre just making a comeback to football at all. Not not just the NFL. <laughs> you laugh. I want to hear ACs I, first. No, you want to hear mine? <laughs> yes. This okay. is totally fucking legit. 
And if you don't think it's legit, you don't know who Brett Favre is. Brett Favre is the same guy who, one, was addicted to painkillers, two, is a fucking alcoholic, like still, and three, could not give up football to save his fucking life. Brett Favre was 100% drinking, either watching old like film when this was posted, or he was just like, you know, outside throwing the foot. Well, probably at like the local high school, like he always does, and throwing to high school kids. And he's like, I still got it. You know, like <laughs> Brett Favre, in one way or another, I'm not going to say he'll get signed by the XFL or anything like that, but he will try to make somewhat of a comeback at trying to play football. Guaranteed. So I'm going to say shit. And here's so I, I think Brett Favre and like, I think Brett Favre has like George Bush brain right now. Like he's just so like George or Brett Favre just has like dementia and like hardcore CTE. He probably just forgot that he doesn't play football anymore. And it took him back to when he retired and then came back to the league and played for the Vikings or whatever. Like I think he's just, his mind's just setting him back. And he's also basically like the old man at the barbecue where like his wife has to, you know, move him around. Like he's talking to kids, like they're his nephews and they've never met him before. Like he's just the crazy old man at this point. I'm not saying it wouldn't be entertaining, but AC, come on, bud. Dude, you don't know you, Brett Favre if you, you don't think this guy's making it. Will be I, I, look, I don't think that this guy doesn't think that he can come back. I think that he, in his mindset, wants to come back, but his PR person, whoever that is, is right there to shut that shit down and say, dude, this is not going to happen. Whoever his manager is, whoever still manages him, whoever obviously has access to his fucking Twitter or Instagram or whatever it was. Yeah, it was Instagram. Dude, like, come on. It's it's never Mm going to happen. I guarantee he still wants to do it. Alex might be very well right. He might have taken a nap midday and woke up and thought it was fucking 1999. I don't fucking know, but this dude would get absolutely... Fucked up in the NFL. He today. would, yes, he but he's he's not going to get a shot at the NFL. But the XFL's coming around. There's going to be a lot of bad quarterback play. You can't tell me while Brett Favre is drinking on whatever fucking farm he lives on these days. You cannot tell me he's not going to sit there and be like, "I could play with these guys." Oh, and yes. he and he's going to start posting videos, and he, he will try to make a comeback. I guarantee it. Dude, just, he couldn't like that. There was like it was like one year into his retirement, and I remember reading the story where he was like, he drove he drove his kids to his daughter's like soccer game, and then like on the way home, he literally turned to his kid and he's like, "Who are you? Where are we right now?" Like he had no clue where he was. No, I think but, it was different. I think it was like he coached his little, his kids' soccer team. I heard, and then he didn't remember like the entire season. Like well, he didn't that, remember that's anything. kids' soccer for you. Yeah. I wouldn't remember shit either. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I have games. no idea what happened the entire time. <laughs> well, it's Brett Favre. He, he coached every game like very intoxicated. There's no Probably. chance Brett Favre went to a game sober. Not no. a shot. Come on. But uh, I wouldn't. Fuck no, dude. If you <laughs> kids' soccer is bad. Um, <clears throat> but speaking of bad, uh, we got Lavar Ball. Fucking Lavar, man. Uh, he, he is banned from ESPN. This had to do with his interview like two days ago. He like hit on that chick. I forget her name, but she's on first take. Uh, he hit on her like mid fucking interview and she had to be like, all right, come on, LeVar. Let's, uh, let's stay on track here. And, you know, he was just spitting a bunch of hoopla fucking 
being LeVar Ball, talking about how great Lonzo was. And the best part was like, he's like, look at that jump shot. And it was a highlight where fucking Lonzo Ball missed the shot. <laughs> so that was fucking funny. But legit or shit move by ESPN to ban- say this guy's banned for good. Legit. Legit on the aspect that like it's the best thing to do because I hate LeVar Ball. Like, I don't know. The, like, the only people that like LeVar Ball are the ironic people that like the gimmick of LeVar Ball. But bad like, shit on ESPN's part because this just took away so many like Twitter clicks. Like it yeah. added a shitload because they banned him. But now be like he that takes away like 99% of ESPN's like social media presence. So, you know, whatever. It's shit 100%. And guess why? It because did you even hear what was said? He's like, you can, she's, she's, what'd she say? She's like, she I said, have to, I want to shift gears really quick. Yeah, he's I like, want to ask you this question. Anytime. He goes, yeah. He's like, you can shift gears with me anytime. Pretty fucking harmless. If you ask yeah. me. Now, you was, it, was it, was it, was it, was it appropriate for TV for no, but is it worth someone being banned? No. Look, you fucking assholes on first take had LeVar Ball, probably arguably one of the most off-the-cuff, tell-you-how-he-feels guy guy in the fucking world right now. At least the world of basketball when it comes to um, like exciting people to interview. The dude gets so many fucking views every time he interviews. He's the perfect guy. 50% of the people like him. 50% of the people fucking despise him. So when you have him on your show, dude, it's not all bets are off, but this sort of shit is expected. Right. It, you, you can't get mad at LeVar Ball for doing that. Like, it wasn't that bad, and I totally get it. The era we live in nowadays, this shit can't fly. You know, like, if this was, like, probably even, like, 2012, he probably gets away with this and you know, nobody fucking cares, but 2019 where we're at now, you can't even slightly hint that, you know, you're hitting on a woman on national TV. It's, it's such bullshit, dude. It you can't even, I, this chick I, comes I, out I, of TV, dude, and wants to interview a bunch of dudes, especially people like LeVar Ball. Fucking yeah. sack up, dude. Yeah, you, you, if you can't fucking Le- take the heat. Get the fuck out of the kitchen. <laughs> you invited LeVar Ball on your show and you got mad he did something stupid. Yeah, I, this, this, is, this is why this is why I don't even talk to women anymore. I don't even talk yeah. to my own girlfriend anymore. Yeah, oh, poof. I couldn't even tell you last time I talked to a woman. But yeah, no, it, it's it's a shit move, man. It's it's so fucking stupid. I I'm kind of over the gimmick, but the guy gets clicks no matter what. You know, people love him on Twitter. So you're kind of hurting yourself by not fucking having this guy on. But that's all we got for legit or shit. Awesome stuff, AC. Awesome as always. That is going to transition us into Cleveland sports. We're going to start with the Cavs. Hit the music. All right, so first off, we got reports today that Dan Gilbert has been released from the hospital. Um, as many of us know, he had a stroke back in May. Apparently, he's okay, and uh, he's now at a re- an inpatient rehab facility. So I think I speak for all of Cleveland and for all of us here at Get Your Fixes when I say thoughts and prayers go out to Dan Gilbert and his family. I know a lot of people talk shit about him and his ownership, and they have mixed feelings about it. It's all about you know basketball and media and everything. But in this sort of scenario – 
put all the ownership stuff aside. It's always scary when something like this happens. Uh, so thoughts and prayers to them during this time. But with that in mind, let's see what Dan and the Cavs have working with respect to the draft. So the draft is on right now. Um, I don't even breaking know if news. breaking news, breaking, breaking, breaking. Wow. 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 Zion the Pelicans Williams. have selected Zion Williamson with the number one <laughs> no, pick. Fuck. Uh, I, would, I know. Take for dude, Zion officially over. Uh, yeah, the, the, take, the, take for Zion, the take for Zion season may have been probably the worst, you know, thing that we ever like thought of. But then again, the entire world was thinking about it. Um, crazy though that the draft started at like seven thirty, and 7:30. Zion seven and Zion just got announced now at like seven forty-five. <laughs> if they took even a second to like make that pick, they're the biggest fucking assholes on the planet. Like, oh, I 100%. have it on. I have it on. I'm not like fully paying attention. Um, and I got like my Twitter feed going to see if like any trades pop up. But, you know, what would what, what do you expect? Fucking we, we tried. We fucking tried. OK, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I in, in this sort of situation and like I feel like it's the same with every type of draft where like the number one pick is so easily known. Just get over with it. Just get over with it. Right. Just get it over with. Wow. Yeah. 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 So obviously a lot going on with the NBA draft happening and a lot of different things, but you know, as is always at the NBA draft, basically the first three picks are notable and everything after that kind of falls off. I don't know a whole lot about a lot of these guys going on in here, but I had a little bit of notes written on the Cavs today, but they all seem to kind of have gone to shit by now because there's been so many trades. So uh, the Cavs currently have the number five overall pick. That may change within the next like half hour to an hour. Uh, earlier, we had the Hawks moving up to number four, uh, also uh, trading away like three three first round picks and something else for the number four overall pick from the Pelicans, Solomon Hill, and the number fifty seven uh, for four total draft picks. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then after that, like that kind of put a damper on everyone's thoughts about what the Cavs might do, maybe trying to move up and and acquire four and five or something. Um, Then the Timberwolves bumped up to number six. Then it came out that the Timberwolves tried to put a trade package together to get number five from Cleveland and Cleveland turned them down. So then they acquired number six. So a whole lot's happening. I don't really know a lot about these guys. The only person I really know enough about is cam reddish that's probably going to be available at number five ac is not too hot on this guy Fuck fill me in ac what, what are you thinking is going on with the Cavs right now who do they pick and like just kind of give me your thoughts on the whole situation there's one of two guys you take at number five it's it's very obvious uh <clears throat> i don't think you're going to get him and i think that's the hawks moved up to four correct that's who got the fourth yes um, yeah so i think they moved up to get Jarrett culver He's probably going to be the fourth pick. And if that happens, it's a deadlock. You take DeAndre Hunter. I don't want Cam Reddish. Um, Garland, not a bad point guard, but you have Colin Sexton. Um, <clears throat> very similar players. But I would be so down with DeAndre Hunter if that's who we end up getting. He's a great mm-hmm. fucking defender. He can defend like every position. He's got length. He's not like a small guy. This dude can absolutely bang from three. I mean, he's just, he's definitely the fucking pick. He's not a great ball handler, but that's what Colin Sexton's for. Colin Sexton does pretty much all the fucking, you know, handling and whatnot on the team. So, you know, I, I'd like Jarrett Culver. I think he ha- he's he's got a little more uh, razzle-dazzle. He's got a little more excitement to his game, I think. But I'd be cool with DeAndre Hunter, man. You need This team can't defend worse shit. I said it all last year. They <laughs> cannot defend to save their fucking life. So if you can get a guy that can play defense and then bang from three, which 
shit, man, we haven't had a, a spot up shooter in how long? You know, Kyle Corver, maybe you could say him, but uh, like a pure, like young spot up shooter who could be here for years, we haven't had in a while. So I think DeAndre Hunter is probably going to be the pick at five. I would. Gotcha. Ryan, what do you I'll, think? I mean, from what it looks like, yeah, you're, you're probably not going to get Culver, which no. sucks because Culver could come into the league and be an automatic um, power on defense. There's not too much you got to teach the kid. He's a great defender. Um, so he works really well opposite of Sexton. Sexton, pretty much the exact opposite. Can't defend worth a fucking shit, but he, he can he can bang on offense. But so you would get a guard that kind of can do the opposite of, of Sexton's, but you know, hopefully balance out the team a little bit. So I think he'd be the best fit. But if he drops, then you're looking um Darius Garland. Now, Darius Garland, um, there's no point to get Darius Garland because he is He's Colin Sexton. Basically the same as Colin. They're both 6'2", big point guards. No no point. Um, but, yeah, DeAndre Hunter, probably the most versatile guy um, I just, at, that, that you have at that pick. I mean, the dude can pretty much do it all pretty on, on a pretty average scale, um, you know, where he has a, an increase on, on defense. But – but we'll see. I'm with AC. I think DeAndre Hunter is the move the Cavs make. It, it looks like Culver might be the pick. I'm like I'm on Twitter, so like I'm live. Atlanta is pursuing Virginia's DeAndre Hunter with the number four pick. So that means we'd get Culver. That I'd be, that'd be fucking awesome. And Memphis, I'd rather have Culver. And Memphis passes RJ Barrett and gets Ja Morant. Yeah, I fi- I so figured that was like coming. RJ is gonna get exactly <clears throat> what he wanted. And he's mm-hmm. gonna get to go to New York. Yep. Yeah, so I kind I kind of figured John Morant was going to Memphis. I think everyone kind of predicted that move as soon as they traded away Mike uh, Mike Conley. Mm. And yep. uh, you know what? Smart move. M- Mike Conley is a tremendous player, but they kind of pigeonholed themselves by giving Mike Conley that giant contract they gave him. When oh, they gave it just... to him at one point, he was the highest paid player in the NBA. And it was right around when all the, I think it was either the luxury tax was changing or the salary cap was increasing. I can't remember which, but he got paid a, a ton of money. And I love Mike Conley. He's a great player. Uh, but, you know, Memphis tried their hand at having him run a team and get somewhere, and they never really ended up doing anything giant aside from going to the playoffs a few years in a row. Uh, so ju- adding a new face in there, John Morant, you get a young kid who blew up and basically led uh, Murray State into, like, the second or third round of the M- of the NCAA tournament, and he led the entire team. Like, he was the entire team. So that'd be cool. I don't know a whole lot about Culver, to be honest. Uh, I mean, we, we talked. I mean, I know you guys just broke it down. You guys gave really good analysis and everything, and I appreciate that. I just don't know shit about the guy. So, you know, this is just me getting excited for, you know, what Summer League has in play, which uh, mm-hmm. Summer League last year, as we know, the most exciting part of the Cavs season. <laughs> AC and I followed it all the way to the championship. It was very hype. But uh, hopefully whoever they get uh, turns out to be okay and a nice little piece of this team. This whole thing kind of tells me, though, that the, I don't think the Cavs are moving on from Kevin Love. I don't think he's going to get dealt anywhere. I think they're going to keep him and ride out that four-year contract. And then depending on how the rest of the season goes, uh, maybe trade him uh, later on in the year for like a first-round draft pick or something else. Well, I don't um, even think you need to. I think think the whole purpose of selling him was to get to a spot where you could get Culver. But if that's going to happen, 
it looks like it's going to happen. Then there's no need to trade him. So fucking sick. What they were thinking was like, okay, well, we could have back to back picks pretty much and get Culver and we could get DeAndre DeAndre Hunter. Hunter, But they, I mean, dude, I could do without DeAndre Hunter. And keep I want Kevin Culver. Yeah, I want Jared Culver. So, dude. I want and, him over Hunter. And what do we want to do? Just kind of ride out Cavs talk until our pick, or do we want to squeeze in some Indians talk and then go back to the pick? Yeah, we, we can jump yeah, well, back. Well, for well, sure. we, we we can we can we can push forward to the Indians and then just kind of give the give the takes as we go. So uh, we'll jump forward in the Indians. Hit the music. All right, so the Indians have been playing great lately. Uh, I think with today's loss, I think they've won 10 of 13 or 9 of 13 or something. Either way, they're playing great baseball. They bumped up to nine games behind uh, Minnesota. It may be nine and a half now that we lost. I'm double-checking, but the Stars are playing great. We got Frankie and Santana showing up the way they normally do, and I am correct. They are down nine and a half games to the Minnesota Twins. So tragic, but we're within the single digits. Uh, You got young pitchers that have finally started. What would you say? I said, hey, we're we're battling. We're trying to get (laughs) 100%. 100 percent but we have young pitchers that have finally come around uh i mean zach plesak has been dominant since he got called up and trevor bauer is finally waking up um and even the poop stains of the team are finally taking uh, a tied white stick to themselves and cleaning up their game and of course i'm talking about the recent play of jake bowers and jason kipnis not so hot today with today's game but uh lately they've been very dominant boys who have been your bright spots for this team uh, and who uh, and who have continued to be the quote unquote poop stains? Well, you, you mentioned one of the guys, please, sack, dude. This might sound fucking crazy, and that's because it is. Gun to head, you're playing. It's like a game seven. You go, hey, you get one starting pitcher on this team. Who will say everyone's healthy? You, you get to throw one starting pitcher out there. Who do you want it to be? Your championship life on the line. I'm throwing please sack out there. This kid is fucking nasty, dude. And he doesn't have like he doesn't have that mental weakness, dude. He just plays baseball. Like I I love the way this fucking guy plays, man. Every starter sucks on our team. Great. Trevor Bauer beat up on a shitty Tigers team. I'm not fucking convinced even slightly on Trevor Bauer. I'm still off the Bauer bandwagon. Police X the one bright spot. He's got to be the guy right now because Clevenger's coming back. He's going to have to work his way to being healthy. And Plesak's done nothing but produce. He's had one bad game. Fucking every other starter has had one good game. I like this kid a lot, man. He's a bright spot. And how about the whole offense? You know, we, we yeah, we swept the Tigers. I don't think the Tigers are any good. But shit, man, to put up 10 runs in back-to-back games, it's almost unheard of for this team. You go 5-2 and two on the road trip. I would have taken that if you would have told me at the beginning of the road trip. And now you get to go home and you get to play the fucking Tigers and the Royals. It's it's time to pick it up and it's time to make a run right now. Like no more. Like it can't be a letdown. It can't be a we lose the next game, lose the next two. You got to pick it up. And this is time to start making some fucking Time to start making some moves here, all right? Because you can't keep floundering and, and playing 500 baseball. It, it's time and, to go. Absolutely. And, you know, coming up on the All-Star break, you know, there's still time on the clock to to beat out uh, the Twins. But, I mean, from the trend of what you've seen this year and how well they've played, you're probably not going to bridge that gap. Um, so you, what you have to start doing is 
um, kicking at Boston's heels. We're only a, a game back on the wild card, so keep hammering away on the offense. I mean, if if the if an entire offense could win AL fucking Player of the Week, I think the Indians fucking offense should, dude. The way they've been playing back to back to back home Absolutely. runs two nights ago is the first time that's ever happened, and it's really funny because it, it, it it's with names that you would never have expected that are going to be etched in the history books of the Cleveland Indians with Perez. Naquin and Bowers. I mean, come on. Can you imagine that that's that's the fucking team, the three that fucking did back to back to back the only time for Cleveland Indians? It's 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 great. But um, you know, put an asterisk and write Billy next to that baby. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you know, good old you, Billy Naquin. You look at um, you know, Perez has been batting really well. Has had a couple of jacks within the last week, and um, last month. Yeah. And then you you have you have Kipnis who has continued to produce with men on base, Captain Clutch. Um, yeah, and you know pretty much everyone. You've got Bowers who uh, went for the cycle since we've had the <laughs> last pod, which is bizarre. <laughs> um, and I brought it up to my dad, and I, you know, because he oh, my dad God. was on Father's Day. Oh, and, um, we're watching oh, the game, God. and Bowers comes up to bat, and he goes, "This guy stinks." You know, and and, and with, he has all right to say the dude's fucking batting average is like two eighteen. He's not, you know, he really isn't that good. Yeah. And I was like, you know, Dad, he just went for this. He hit for the cycle, and he goes, "Oh, go fuck yourself." It was one goddamn game. <laughs> and I'm like, crapping my ass off. I'm like, you're you're right, one hundred percent. But dude, it, like, I don't know. You, you got to take the moments right now, and and kind of, you know living them and and the team is obviously getting pumped up mm-hmm. so guys you know, are stepping it, into their roles i'd say it just sucks because of how good the twins are doing but who cares man i think the way the team is playing right now with clevenger getting healthy if kluber's able to come back bowers bauer is is you know he he had a fucking great game and had was al player of the week if he continues to play like that I don't give a fuck if we're just in the wild card because if they're playing like that, the sky's the fucking limit. Just get us in. Just get me in the fucking door. <clears throat> yeah, I, I said this last week on the pod. I tweeted it out. And AC, it's kind of a running joke between you and I, but the Indians are competing, bro. Like, and that's that's the brightest spot that we can like that's the biggest thing we can ask for at this point. Earlier in the season, we would get we would give up a run early and we'd basically everyone would be like, This game's over. They were not going to come back, even with one run, two runs, three runs. Like the Indians were done, though, bro. But now, you you know they're they're getting behind early in games, and they're coming back late in games. Like that's what you want to see out of a young ball club like this. Everything's starting to click. Um, the next, like the the Indians have a good, of a very very good chance at closing this gap on Minnesota. Uh, our our schedule leading up to the All Star break and following the All Star break is basically setting up setting us up to do just that. In the next four or five weeks, we have a three-game series in Detroit. So we go Detroit, Kansas City, Baltimore, Kansas City, Cincinnati. All star. Gotta game. fucking follow that. Sweep them all. Exactly. Follow, them all. follow that. You fo- you follow that up with a three-game series against Minnesota at home. You got to take a couple of those games. Then guess what? You follow that up with Kansas City, Toronto, Kansas City. You have a big chance to close the gap and put yourself ahead. You follow that up with two weeks of pretty hard games. You got Houston, LA, um, Texas again, which isn't horrible, not very good, middle of the road. Then Minnesota, Boston, New York. So you you got some tough, you got a tough schedule coming up after the All Star break. But 
the Indians are in a, are in a hot spot right now to do some good shit. They're 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 on a positive uh, end of they're on a positive winning record lately. They're six and four in their last ten games, but like I said, they've won like ten out of their last thirteen or ten out of their last fourteen, which is giant. They're playing lights out. They're making uh, they're making good plays. They're, the offense is finally starting to click. This team is going to be good. And Ryan, you said one hundred percent correctly. As long as this team is competing and playing the way they're playing right now, it doesn't matter what spot you get in the playoffs. You're going to be golden. Um, my next yeah. point with the Indians, Oscar Mercado. Holy moly. The kid has been playing lights out baseball, smart base running so, so fast. He's so fast. Uh, tremendous defensive play, solid hitting. All of those things have made him very successful in his time with the Indians so far. He's currently hitting <clears throat> 318, or, or I'm sorry, 316 with four home runs, 13 RBIs, and six stolen bases with an 817 OPS. Those six stolen bases are the best among, among rookies in talks for rookie of the year. So that begs my question, boys. Do you think Oscar Mercado deserves to be in talks for winning rookie of the year? Why or why not? He obviously yeah, does. Absolutely. I mean, come on, dude. Batting above 300 with over 100 at-bats. By the end of the year, if he's still trending above 300, with, you know, at that point, he's going to have close to, you know, 160 at bats plus. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the the kid is a fucking Land Rover in the outfield. <laughs> and, you know, he, he's he's a menace on the fucking bag. And he's been he, at the plate. You know, it's not a fucking easy out as a rookie. I mean, it's is he's everything that you want out of a fucking guy who's a young kid, man. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking stud. And for Jose Ramirez to shit the bed this year like he has, how fucking big is it to have Oscar Mercado step oh. in and fucking take the you know the Robin role? You know, getting Batman and Robin with Lindor and uh, Oscar Mercado. I said it last week, man. This kid fucking bathes in dirt. He's absolutely filthy. He's arguably a top three player in our lineup. I, maybe even top two. If you, if you go him and Lindor and I mean, Santana would be your other one, but I love Oscar Mercado, man. I'm glad they called him up. I hope they call up the hitman or the assassin. My bad. I hope they call up the assassin here soon. And uh, we, we can get this thing rolling, man, because he, he's just, he fucking came right in and started kicking ass and taking names. I fucking love Oscar Mercado. Yes, absolutely. And then I'll wrap up this Indian segment with one with one thing that I want to try out that we're going to do every week. All right, so let's all go around. We'll say one positive thing about the Indians and one thing that we think they can <laughs> one thing that, that that we think that they should that they can and should do to improve. Uh, the positive for me, I'll start. Uh, they're playing they, they've been playing smart and aggressive baseball and they're got to continue to do so and I'm very happy with being able to watch baseball games again with the notion that we will probably win them. What we need to improve upon, DFA Leonis Martin yesterday, bring up Bobby Bradley, play Bowers and left, move Mercado to center, and put Bradley in the DH spot because Bobby Bradley just hit his 24th home run today. Bring up the assassin. He's hit like 20 home runs in like four games. The dude's a fucking <laughs> killer, dude. Uh, no, ridiculous. My, my positive that I will say is – uh comfortable that, that's the word i'll use we're getting comfortable it seems like you know guys seem to be kind of settling in and i shit man got to give kipnis a lot of credit because he said it earlier in the year he said you know you look at these guys and i feel horrible for them because you can just tell they're not used to being starters 
and, and used to being the guy. You see someone like Jake Bowers hit for the fucking cycle. Like, are you kidding me? Um, you know, so so they're getting comfortable. That's good. Uh, my improvement, yeah, you kind of said it. Uh, get the fucking assassin up, man. I, I think Leonis Martin, uh, I, I think uh, the tank's on E. And it, it, I don't see it filling up with gas anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, that that's what I got. Uh, my positive is uh, the last couple of games, they're um, they're getting ahead early, so um, continue to just be aggressive with the bat. Um, get yourself up oh. early. Take pressure off of, you know, take pressure off of the uh, the starters and the pitchers. And uh, yeah, I mean, Playsec pitched so well, you know, last night he play- pitched well, but it's like, dude, it was a four run first inning. He gets to go in there, even though he has a good mindset, he gets to go in there without, without much to worry about, you know, even if he messes up, he's up by four runs. So you don't have those, that nervous first inning. Am I going to, am I going to fuck this game up this early? So, <laughs> yeah. um, so that's nice. Just keep, mm-hmm. continue to hit the bat. Well, um, obviously bring up the assassin, but, um, but you know, just, uh, stop making fucking errors in the field. I have a uh, breaking news, by the way. So barring, do barring okay, a trade, ahead. the Cavs are focused on Vandy guard Darius Garland with the number five pick this oh, team. Man. This fucking team just does not stop fucking up. They can't get out of their own goddamn way. <clears throat> LeBron, I, 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 LeBron better fucking come back and bring Anthony Davis because <laughs> I dude, I don't get it. Why are would we you doing? Why would you, you pick him? It's so you stupid. have a number two guard in this fucking draft who's arguably the fourth best player, and you're gonna take the same thing you already have on your team. This team fucking stinks. We also have a little a little Woj update. Uh, he did this probably like ten minutes ago. The JR yeah, so so Adrian Wojnarowski, however the hell you say it, uh, he said Cleveland is still discussing possible trades, including the fifth overall pick and separate deals to unload J.R. Smith's partially guaranteed expiring contract that would absorb a bad contract into the Cavs space attached to another first-round pick, league sources tell ESPN. I'm so, not going to be shocked who, if they trade it. Who So who all has gone so far? We got Zion, we got John Morant, we got R.J. Barrett. Did the number four go yet? Yeah, DeAndre Hunter is gone yep. to the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, so, so the Cavs are there. Yeah, Cavs are up right now. Culver is fucking there. Take him. I don't want Garland. If I'm wrong, I'll happily be wrong. But I don't want what we already fucking have, dude. You're going <laughs> to – I mean, I get it. They run, like, the two-guard system. I fucking understand. That's what, you know, our new coach runs. But, like <sighs> – I don't know, man. I, I just feel like you take the better player, and I feel like Culver is a better player. Take the player and stop living in this goddamn world where it's offense, 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 and zero defense. I can't right. continue to live in that world. Give me right. some fucking defense, man. Right, dude. Like Kawhi Leonard, the best two-way player in basketball, just won a fucking championship. <clears throat> and you're so going to play don't, offense. Fuck. I don't know if this is 100% legit. But I, I think what I'm seeing in the latest on Twitter is that the Cavs have selected Darius Garland. Oh, I don't know. Stinks. I don't know. 100 could be totally wrong. We're scrolling through Twitter right now. I'm trying to get the most updates because I'm not buying a TV. Oh I've got my! Up on the internet, but that's probably. Do you have the stream going? At least a couple minutes behind. 
No, I just have like on ESPN just live updates. <sighs> well, all right. We'll, we'll see, boys. I don't know. We're gonna push forward though. The leaderboard. Hit the music. The leaderboard on the Get Your Fixins podcast. All right. <clears throat> Man, a lot of bad, a lot of negative to say here. Fucking, we're drafting Darius Garland, and now I got to talk about this fucking episode. So we have, we have this episode of Black Mirror. This is episode two of the new season five, Smithereens. So basically, to give a quick synopsis of this fucking shit show, um, you have this guy who works as like an Uber driver. He constantly sits out of this big like internet like company it's it's like a technology company called smithereens when he picks people up the first thing he asks them are um you know oh do you work at smithereens uh he asks this girl she says no he does his ride per usual um it it we get to like the next scene basically and he's in like what is definitely a group for people grieving uh who've lost family members there's a lady in the group uh who her daughter killed herself and you hear her talking about it and he ends up fucking her. And the chick was disgusting, by the way. Um, yeah, gross for sure. Disgusting. Yeah. So he ends up fucking her and he finds out that like she's been trying to like basically log into like what seemed to be like a MySpace account to see if she could find out why um, she did this. Her daughter killed herself. Right? Yeah. Why she did this. Why she killed herself. She said there's no reason like, you know, shocking. Um, you know, so we have that part of the episode. And then. Uh, he he picks up another person, asks them if they work at Smithereens. He says that they do. He says, oh, I'm going to take an alternative route. Hope that's cool. Guy goes, oh, yeah, it's fine. And we get a whole fucking kidnapping hostage situation on our hands. Uh, kidnaps this guy. Cops kind of catch wind of it. And we get a big standoff for pretty much the whole fucking episode. I'll mention something <laughs> on that. So we get a fucking standoff the whole episode. This guy keeps bitching. He wants to talk to Billy Bowers. Need to talk to Billy Bowers. I got to talk to Billy Bowers. If you took a shot for every time this asshole brought up Billy Bowers, Jesus Christ, you would have been in like a Johnny Manziel's college BAC. It was fucking pathetic how much we heard about this Billy Bowers. He finally gets to fucking talk to Billy Bowers. And all he wanted to tell Billy Bowers is that the night his wife, because this guy's wife was killed. That's why he was in this grieving group. He was hit by a drunk driver, but he blames himself because his phone went off and he looked at the update or the, you know, the, the notification on his phone. And it was about a, a dog, a picture of a dog. That's what we got. This big buildup, this big buildup. Talk to Billy Bowers. That was your payoff. Um, episode kind of, you know, moves on. He basically tells this guy, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Like you internet, you technology companies ruin everything, blah, blah, blah. And then we get to the ending where he kind of gives himself up. The hostage that he has in his car basically is trying to convince him not to kill himself. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. They start fighting over like the gun that the, the fucking main character, the asshole, the piece of shit has. And basically they try to go with the fucking inception ending. Uh, one of the snipers that's on the hostage situation shoots, and you don't know what happened. Um, did both guys die? Did one guy die? We don't know. And then it goes to the lady who's been trying to guess into her daughter's password, and we don't know if she got in. That's your fucking ending. That That, that is your fucking <laughs> ending. Your final theme of the episode. Technology well, is actually bad. 
for the eight. So, so you, you know she time. gets in, but you don't get to. You don't get to. How do you no know payoff on? Well, How do you know she got she in? got the password from the from the website itself. They called him, but regardless, okay. you. You but you don't, don't know get any right. answers on that. Right. You, even right. even like if she got on, like I want some answers. Yeah. But anyway. Right. So so, so obviously. I never went to Uber I don't know what that little, was. But, just a little um, credit to uh, Uber's drivers. Um, but <laughs> Uber's drivers. Anyway, yeah, what, this, what do you have on Smithereens? So, so I'll, I'll start it off because I think I have like a, a little bit different of a take than you guys. <laughs> Much um, different. If you have anything so, positive to say. <laughs> so listen, I I liked probably ninety five percent of the episode wow. until the very end. I thought I thought it was listen. I don't I don't think it was very Black Mirror esque where it's like they're trying to like you know, fuck with your head or do something like that. But the whole premise of the show wasn't really like what I got out of it was it wasn't so much about whether the guy lived or died or what the mom did or anything like that. It was more so just proving the guy's point where it's like every day there's some fucking point to be made with some gunman somewhere, somebody shooting something up or someone doing something to the point where this guy literally made the giant news. They they have the conversation with the guy. He talked to the head of the company. He told him that the whole thing is bullshit and that it's his fault, but also the head of the company's fault. And then who the, I think what Black Mirror is trying to do is like, who gives a shit where the guy lived or died? We just saw the entire world basically find out that like a photo basically of these two guys getting shot maybe or someone getting shot or whatever the standoff ended and then everyone just went back to their normal everyday lives i don't care about who got shot and who didn't the 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 thing that fucking sucked about this episode is the final theme we got out of every because here's what happened this was a clusterfuck this episode had no clue what it was doing it's like they took 10 people threw them in a room and said all right, everyone throw your ideas out there. And instead of like trying to mesh it, they just threw it all together and they said, all right, well, that's the episode. The, everyone just threw their ideas at the wall and they're like, all right, that's what we're going with. So this, I, this episode had no fucking direction. It was horrible. What made it worse is your final theme that you got out of it is technology is actually a bad thing. We've only seen that 80 billion times. So the fact that we got to see it 81, <laughs> 81, fucking great awesome I'm, I'm glad i wasted 70 fucking minutes on that Technology's actually bad you had this fucking buildup to i need to talk to billy bowers this guy wouldn't shut the fuck up about talking to billy bowers <laughs> it was 45 minutes of the goddamn episode i need to talk to billy bowers I need to talk to billy bowers who is eric foreman with a man bun which was <laughs> fucking goofy and he was supposed to represent jesus don't know if you picked that up um, but so he gets to talk to Billy Bowers and we get nothing. There was no payoff. That phone call had to be the best part of the episode. It had to be because that was the buildup. That was the whole thing. It was just this big phone call and we got nothing out of it. It fell completely flat. It had no direction. This guy just told him how fucking stupid technology is. Great, dude. We've seen that theme way too many times we got nothing out of this episode this was horrible this was bottom three episodes in my opinion it was that fucking bad man i, I think <laughs> ac took a lot of anger out there not only about black mirror but about darius garland becoming yes. official for the Cavs. but um 
But yeah, man, I mean, it was basically just a PSA for why texting and driving is negative. And I don't give a fuck, yeah. man. Don't give right. me PSAs. Blow my fucking mind, Black Mirror. I don't right. give a fuck about your PSA. And I would have been totally cool if when she tried to log in at the end, let's say it didn't work, and fucking Eric Foreman like got some creepy satisfaction out of it. You know, like they, they pan over to him and he like smiles that she can't get in and find like at least give me something give me anything to let me know i'm watching black mirror not like this was just it was so bad it was fucking horrible i was down for the first 15 20 minutes i was like okay you know we're getting to some deep issues you know we're talking about like a woman's daughter killing herself and this guy kidnaps this dude i'm like all right we're on to something but then they spent so much fucking time on the hostage situation and what's what what went on? Like I had no problem with the the, the runtime of striking vipers. I thought that was fine, but this episode only needed to be thirty minutes, maybe four. Yeah, you're right about that. They you're dragged right that. this fucker out way too long. And if you're a big Twilight Zone fan, like I love the Twilight Zone from the '60s. I think it's arguably the best show of all time. So fucking good. The episodes are only like thirty minutes. They tried to redo the a new season. Where same thing as Black Mirror, they're making these episodes an hour, and everybody's fucking hating it. And that's exactly what we had here—just dragging out storylines that don't need to be dragged out. Longer isn't always better, man. And, and that's right. another huge problem I had. I don't need to hear how he needs to talk to Billy Bowers for forty-five minutes. Also, but, they made that—they made that that Asian COO the most hated person in the world. Yeah, they could—they couldn't have made her seem any more any more like a bitch. Yeah, dude, she sucked. I almost also, hated her. also the most the most the most pointless person in this entire episode that did not need to be there was the guy that worked for the FBI that yeah, was on the phone. Dude, you're gonna say he literally <laughs> he literally just talked for like ten minutes and was like, uh, "We shouldn't do anything that this guy says." Mr. Bowers, don't do anything, and then he was just gone. That was and, it. And we he was his his TV time took up like ten minutes total with how much that dude talks. <laughs> You could have taken him out of the episode. It would have done absolutely nothing. What was his, mm -hmm. like, it wouldn't have changed a thing. And you fucking knew Billy Bowers was going to take his call. You knew he was. There was no chance he was not taking the call. We only heard about it the whole episode. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking hated this. What, what, what's your final, what's your final score? Uh, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a four out of 10 because I did like a lot of it. And then the ending and like everything just blew it all up for me. What did I, what did I give the first episode a C minus or a C or something? I gave it a five, eight and I think you were pretty close. Oh, we did numbers. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So this one, this one, I'm going to give it a four flat rookie score. Don't yeah. care. Uh, yeah. Too, again, too long characters sucked like yeah. uh, most of the characters were fine but like that one dude the fbi guy knocked it down a whole point and a half for me and uh the asian chick knocked it down another half a point because she was just the worst person in the world yeah what about you beardo um and and what is this uh our 36th episode 37 37 cody all right well 3.7 <laughs> my uh it's my <laughs> number it, yeah. it's just horrible i fuck it yeah, I, there's I, nothing else to say about the episode no i i didn't give a fuck about any of the characters storyline was dragged out sucked uh i'm gonna give it a 3.2 out of 10 and wait till next week when we talk about the fucking miley cyrus episode 
spoiler alert, it's worse than this. And that's saying a lot. I think it's worse than Bandersnatch. And that's saying a lot. Uh, but yeah, fucking shit. I, I'm, I've said before, I'm done with Black Mirror after this. But uh, moving on to, uh, <laughs> to happier times of the leaderboard. Ugh, fucking Black Mirror. Um, Max Scherzer, the fucking baddest man in the MLB. So Max Scherzer was taking like bunting practice. He's like trying to get bunts down. Takes one off the eye. Fucking brutal. The next fucking night. So this guy broke like his fucking nose. He broke like on like he looked fucked up, dude. He looked real bad. Next fucking night, Max Scherzer comes out, throws 10 fucking K's like it's nothing. Dude just had a broken <laughs> bone the night before, and he just does what Max Scherzer does. What do you got on Max Scherzer? Uh, this is Max Scherzer basically just following an internet trend. So you have the you have the whole thing, and I, I'm gonna give props where it's due. Jason Kipnis started this whole thing. Uh, the shift in the MLB has just it's become out of control. The shift in the MLB, they're doing it for every single player. Then again, it's it's good strategy because every Indians player hits into the shift every single game. It's ridiculous. But Jason Kipnis, old buddy, old pal, friend of the show. Late has been laying down bunts against the shift and has probably gotten 20 hits out of it. That's probably the only reason why his batting average is still in the 200s because he lays down bunts. And then you get that Cardinals player. I forget his name. I'm not going to try and say it. Do you know it? Mm-mm, there was a car. There was a, car, a Cardinals player the other night who bunted oh, who got for a, a double. double. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. because because of the shift was so bad. Mm-hmm. So then the very next day. Max Scherzer's out there taking bunting practice at batting practice because it's all he's probably good for. He's a good pitcher, great pitcher, but yeah, he's all he's going to do is lay on a bunk because he probably sucks at hitting. But I don't think anyone's going to shift against Max Scherzer. Exactly. So bunks it <laughs> off his face, uh, goes out there the next day and shows everyone that he's not a, a complete laughing stock. But I don't think you live down a bunt off the face. <laughs> it was it was pretty embarrassing. Absolutely, one hundred percent fucking embarrassing. But also, it's like. I wouldn't necessarily call him badass or anything. I mean, you don't really need your face as a pitcher. I mean, you can have a broken bone and still use your fucking arm. Uh, if you want to talk about badass, you talk about Bowers, who has a fucking ripped open pinky and still fucking th- with his throwing hand. And he did not want to leave the game. He just had to leave the game because he was bleeding all over the fucking place. Okay, but, but he cut himself with a drone. Okay, look, I'm, let's not talk <laughs> fucking semantics here, all right? But yeah, but yeah man, fuck. God damn it, Jared Culver's going to the fucking Phoenix Suns. Suns are back. Good for the Suns. They they're back. But no, dude, I just, I wanted to throw this in here because I think Max Scherzer is so underappreciated. And dude, like you know, I I feel like a little shitty one day or a little hungover. I'm like, oh man, I don't, I can't go to the store and get milk. You know, it's like two minutes down the road. <laughs> Max Scherzer fucking broke his goddamn nose. And just pitched a gem the next night. Like Scherzer's a psychopath. Like, have you seen those videos of him like screaming at the batter like mid pitch? He's definitely like not right in the head. But I think he's like so fucking underappreciated. Like he's the kind of guy that would fucking die for his team. And I think that's just such a fucking lost art uh, of guys who are just like all about the team, not about like, well, what what's best for my career? I probably shouldn't throw too many pitches. I gotta save my arm. Max Scherzer's just the fucking man, dude. He's one of my non, <clears throat> one of my favorite non-Indians. Um, but uh, speaking of bad men, uh, OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson <laughs> is on Twitter. Yes. How ridiculous is that? That same OJ Simpson has a Twitter account now, 
What do you think of that? <laughs> I mean, I'm 100% I mean, on board. Like, no. <laughs> I'm so excited for the oh, update. I mean, man. dude, oh my god, you, you it's if, you're, if you're not if you're I not gonna watch watched. every if you're not gonna read and watch every single exactly. fucking tweet, then you're lying to yourself, and that's why I'm yeah. excited. I'm not like pumped to hear what OJ Simpson has to say. <laughs> it's just a a spectacle that we all get to live in right now. <laughs> like we missed the fucking murders. We were too young. We get this. This is what we get. <laughs> yeah, we get we get Twitter OJ for sure. Oh my god. If like my my favorite thing day one and it's kind of like worn out by now is like if every single OJ OJ post just go ahead and scroll down and look at his mentions. They're, they're all they're all <laughs> they're all just knives. What'd you say? <laughs> the replies are so goddamn funny. Yesterday I looked, this guy goes, Hey, my wife's really pissing me off. What do you think I should do about it? <laughs> oh my god. Hilarious, dude. And then like and then he's he's dropping he's dropping like sentimental stuff. Like my mom always told me to be a good man. And then he switches over. He's like, Who should I take in fantasy football? And then it's uh <laughs> and then it's a post about I gotta get revenge. It's like ridiculous. But right. Ryan, you're 100% right. As much as I 100% hate OJ Simpson, I am 100. I I've already looked. I I I, I want to set like updates on my phone because I've already looked at every single post that he's put out. Dude, it's just so wild. This guy fucking killed his wife and her fucking mistress, and now he's on Twitter. He's out of prison and he's on fucking Twitter. One of the biggest pieces of shit on the planet. Now he's on fucking Twitter. That That's amazing? the world we live in. It's, it, it, yes. It's nuts. It, dude. I was shocked. I was legitimately shocked when I, I thought it was like a parody account. And I'm like, damn, this is a parody account has a lot of fucking followers, man. Nope. He starts posting videos talking about Chris Jenner. And uh, <laughs> this you is know, really, You know what's really funny, man? Like, you probably have people who got arrested for, like, marijuana around the same time that he committed that murder that are, like, still rotting in prison. Oh, yeah. Like, selling, like, big amounts, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, like, the, what OJ needs to do is just team up with Casey Anthony and start a podcast. Oh, my God. Now, that's a fucking idea. Oh, yeah, dude. Wherever they many, fucking would, wherever dude. they they would do that from, it would get bombed. It would get. I don't. I don't know. I oh, think they dude. would just try to listen, kill each other. Listen, listen. How many people would tune into the OJ Simpson Casey Anthony podcast? And what what kind of sponsors do you think they do? Do you think OJ would be like the OJ Casey Anthony podcast is brought to you by Meundies? Dude, <laughs> like, how have ridiculous would that be? Dude wipes. You you would have just um, <laughs> when you when you got a messy situation when you murder your wife and you just need to clean it up. Just dude fucking wipes. dude wipes dude wipes and hefty bags. <laughs> dude wipes hefty bags. Dude bounty quicker fucking picker uppers. Duct tape. Fucking, uh, duct tape and like fucking tape. Nordstrom Nordstrom leather gloves. <laughs> yes. uh, I was just gonna say Gucci gloves and some like waterproof or something. Some like oh fencing God. company because he was like hopping the fucking fence. <laughs> dude, there would be like endless possibilities. Oh, I think like have a three-person podcast. Him, Chris Jenner, and Casey Anthony. Holy shit. Dude, that would be fucking fireworks because anything Chris Jenner or whatever the fuck you want to call her 
whatever she touches turns to fucking gold. Oh my god, dude, it, that would be like I'm I'm just like picturing in my like what would they talk about, dude? It would be like you know it would be so funny is the intro would be like uh full house like 90s sitcom <laughs> where like they both walk in the door and he's got like the gloves on with a knife and she's got like a hefty bag of some duct tape and they're like planning to go kill each other but they see each other doing the same thing and they're like they just turn to the they camera and they're like ah they do like the was jordan shrug he was gonna murder me too so yeah <laughs> fucking hilarious. that's the theme from fucking full house place yeah. everywhere you look there's yeah. a murder <laughs> they're just like it's just different scenes of them just like turning to the camera like this yeah. like knife yeah. in hand smiling <laughs> yeah it's like they he's oh, in the kitchen like God. like oj's got oj's got like an apron on and she scares him and he goes ah and he's got the fucking knife in his hand and then they just both laugh about it and look at the camera oh my God, I, would love, I would love it dude it's like everywhere you look and he's like trying to fit the glove on he's like <laughs> yeah, <he does> the <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, oh that'd be the absolute best thing. Just like she's like, he needs some help, honey, and he's just like, yeah, I can't get this glove on. <laughs> she's like, holy doing, shit, dude. She's doing the dishes. OJ's walking up real slow. She turns and catches him, and they both just kind of like shrug and look at the yeah. camera, smiling. Oh my god, the possibilities would be endless, but holy shit. Speaking of uh <laughs> fighting and uh bad things happening, we got this little league baseball parent fight. It was in Colorado. This is one of the crazier videos I've seen uh in months. But like this was absolutely crazy. It was like a little league baseball game. Dude, these parents were fucking going nuts on each other. They were all just taking cheap shots, taking cheap punches at each other. The, the fucking mom started swinging on that one dude, and people were breaking it up. I, I, I was shocked. I, like, it takes a lot to shock me. I was shocked watching this video of this parent fight. Uh, wh what do you guys got on this? I mean, shout out to Lakewood, yeah. Colorado. Yeah. I mean, this, this place has been in the news for me a couple of days in a row. They had a bobcat sighting, so everyone in fucking Lakewood and everybody <laughs> around the Cleveland area is like, there's bobcats in Lakewood. I'm like, yeah, read the article, you dumb fuck. It's Lakewood, Colorado. But anyway. Um, <laughs> now, now, there's bobcats in Lakewood. Yeah, no, there's not. They're fucking 1,500 miles away, sweetheart. My friend said um, he saw one going to melt today. Yeah. In order to cheese that anyway. Um <laughs> now, now you've got a hardo dad's brawling out, bench clearing fucking brawl by these parents. I hope to God I never care about anything enough. I don't I I don't I don't care about anything as much as these parents care about their fucking kids, literally gay. I don't. Mm -mm. This 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 fight 100 percent started. With just some dad going like, why don't you, why don't you watch your own kid, okay? Why don't you watch your own kid? And then they just got in each other's face. AC, I totally agree. This was like so much more aggressive than I thought it would ever be. Like I thought it would just be like two fat dads like punching each other as hard as no, they could. It like, was even, a fucking, even, oh. even even that would, wouldn't have even measured like two notches on that like punch game or whatever at arcades or some shit. Right. Like, just like like fat softball dad punches are not hard, but. Anyway, this fight was just so intense, 
And it had it had all the it had all the little check marks that go for a good Twitter fight. It had the two dads brawling. It had way too many unnecessary people being involved. It had cheap shots so you can so that it could basically oh, yeah. make someone it could basically make someone look like a piece of shit. And everyone's like, that guy should go to jail and that guy should be killed. Like that, those are the kind of replies I was seeing. And then it had the woman. It, it was a mom in this situation, but yeah. every fight video has to have one woman be like, "Come on, guys, we're adults. What?" are we doing here and that's exactly what this video had it checked all the boxes for me great fight video well done that very <clears throat> the mom in the background like oh my god <laughs> yeah stop it I love, yeah, that's yeah. what i was just gonna say i love you think the mom. they're all gonna stop and just yeah like, all, right, all right all right guys <laughs> I, I wish we could find out though like what this fight like what stemmed from like was it a missed call was it a kid threw at another kid? Like, we need that information so badly because mm-hmm. that that it obviously sparked a fucking brawl, dude. You'll like you said, you'll see a fucking parent or two going at it. That's that's nothing. I mean, it's some white trash shit, but it, it's nothing at the end of the day. But this was like, dude, this was like the malice in the fucking palace, dude. Like, there were yeah. like thirty fucking parents fighting. And some of them were moms. It was fucking incredible, dude. It just, it remind, this video reminded me why I'll never give up the internet because I won't be able to see shit like this. If I do, you know, part part of me in my heart of hearts wants there to be a kid talking to like the umpire or something and being like, dude, that's my ride. Yeah. Oh God, dude. (laughs) A a youngster beardo move and just being like, that's my dad. He's my ride home and he's getting arrested right now. So (laughs) what were the kids doing? Cause I, I didn't, kids weren't in this video. Were they at the very beginning? I saw a bunch of kids like like run away from the scene. Right. They cleared out. Like they must like they're sitting there with the ump, just like fucking a dude. (laughs) Like there goes my dad again. Uh, but funny fucking stuff. But last one, speaking of trash people, <laughs> we got this guy in Florida. Uh, <laughs> he was caught fucking trespassing. Uh, he was playing Pokemon Go. So cops stop him for trespassing. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? He, he told him he was c- trying to catch Pokemon. And then he got busted for drug possession. This guy had 3.5 grams of Coke. Five and a half pounds of THC oil and a pound of marijuana. <laughs> Only Florida could you get popped for fucking trespassing while trying to play a game people played three years ago and then get popped for a lot of fucking drugs. Yeah, so I, I live in North Ridgeville, and it's funny that you say that people are still playing that game because there's there's like a Pokemon gym up the street from me in this like nature reservation and it's right at the entrance and I will still every now and again either see a car parked right at the entrance and just sitting there for hours and uh, a kid rolled up on his bike like people are still playing Pokemon Go and I don't understand it but at the same time this could not be more Florida man you're 100% correct a who carries that much drugs on them <laughs> b nuts un just an unreal amount of drugs and like B nothing is more Florida than being like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll break it enter and trespass just to get like this poker gym or something. Like I saw a Pikachu, bro. You can't, you can't pass that up. Uh, dude, I hate fucking people, but 
it's just like the stupidity of this gentleman. It, are, is there that gentleman. much? Is there, is there that many? Do you have that many drugs on you all the time? I mean, 5.5 pounds of THC oil. He had 5.5 pounds of oil, dude, and yeah. then a pound of flour. Dude, what, did you just pick everything up from the guy? I mean, that had to be the case, right? Like, he just went to his supplier and picked everything up. Don't stop would- and play fucking Pokemon, dude. Take it to the crib. Drop it off. And then go have yourself a nice fucking leisurely walk in the park and deal with your Pokemon. But don't do it at the same time. Okay, prioritize your shit, bud. Right. It's like death, like the guarantees in life are death, taxes, and don't play Pokemon Go when you have like 10 pounds of drugs. Those are like the the three like (laughs) staples of life. And like, I get it's Florida. I get dumb shit's going to happen. But this is so incredibly dumb that this guy could work in the Cavs front office. I I mean, this was just (laughs) so impressive on a stupidity level because – Dude, if, if I, like, I would have, like, nothing on me in high school. Like, I'd have, like, the smallest amount of weed or, like, I would have, like, a couple beers in my car. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, we got to get somewhere safe so we're not on the road. You know, like, being a stupid, paranoid kid. This guy had, like, a, enough drugs to, like, kill, like, probably all those parents from the fucking fight video. This guy didn't think twice about it. He just had to get his Pokemon. So, I kind of do respect that he's this dedicated to the Pokemon game, but I kind of don't respect the fact that he's an absolute moron. It's tough. It's I want to like the move, but I can't. So RIP and PDU, Florida man. Yep, Florida man continues his reign of terror. But that is going to wrap up the Get Your Fixings podcast. Hopefully next week we're on to bigger and better things and maybe we uh, get uh, somebody good to drop to the second round and the Cavs pick him up and he's the next LeBron James. But until then, thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Get Your Fixings podcast, number 37. One of the best ones you've ever done in my opinion. Shout out OJ. Shout out Casey Anthony. You both got away with murder even though everyone thinks you're a piece of shit. We're going to wrap this episode up. Thanks everyone for tuning in. From my parents' basement, we're out.